My name is Dr. Jeffrey Burke. I'm a naturopath and a master herbalist and the host of the Staying Healthy Radio Show. My show airs Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. I bring you the best guests in the industry and the topics that are relevant for today's health. The shows stream live at 8 a.m. And for those of you that cannot listen live, my shows are now podcast daily for on-demand downloads at my webpage, drjeffreyburke.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer, now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're located at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Smith Shopping Center. Go in and see what a local retailer can do for you. Great selection, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and amazing prices. The hours of the store are Monday through Friday 9 to 7, Saturdays 9 to 6, and closed on Sunday. I'm looking forward to talking with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Thanks for taking the time to stop by and tune in and hopefully walk away with some information vital to your good health and well-being. You know, I think every time we think we have a handle on it, something changes. And I think every time we think we're doing everything we can possibly do, we learn that there might be a better way, a more updated way, a more potent, more absorbable and a better way to do it. But that's the great thing about, you know, staying plugged in and trying to stay relevant. That's what we try to do every day here on the show, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning, is keep us all plugged into the relevance of the health and nutrition industry. Keeping us on top of our game and keeping us focused in the right direction and keeping our ears and our minds open to what's new because, you know, there could be something better for you out there, something that works more effectively. But if we don't ask and we don't listen, you know, we may miss the boat on those. And the only one that's going to suffer could be our good health and well-being. So that's what we do. I bring you the best guests in the industry, keep the topics on the relevant topics for today's world and, and really kind of keep us plugged in, if you will. I then send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They just celebrated their 38th anniversary this month and they've been doing it right for a long time. They're a fully packed, full service store with the best of the best in every category, with the most knowledgeable, passionate, educated, and informed staff anywhere, so that you feel not only comfortable, but you know you have that built-in trust and that go-to place for your health and well-being, because that's what we need today. You know, they say all the time that we need a great mechanic, a, a great accountant, a wonderful doctor, and I always add on to that an incredible health food store. And that's what Stay Healthy Health Food Store is all about. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston. Visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday for mail order services and see what's available for you to get your package wherever you are. Or just get your order together for you so you can swoop in and pick it up on those busy days or busy weeks or busy months. You know how they go. Call them at 877-2494-877-2494 to be on their newsletter list. uh, Put your email uh, into their webpage. If you want to print coupons, go to their webpage. If you want to listen to the radio show podcast that are on demand, go to their webpage. It's stayhealthylasvegas.com. Well, today we're talking herbs. We're going to talk herbal liquid tinctures. Nobody better than talking with the Robinsons because their line, Cedar Bear, their amazing liquid tinct track herbs are, 
you know, I say this all the time, you'll use them because they taste great, but you'll come back because they work. And you'll come back because the quality is there and the integrity is there and the years of information and research and dedication to the industry go into every single formula. Whether you're choosing an ind individual herb or whether you're using one of their brilliantly put together formulated uh, blended combinations, you'll love them. And if you're like me and you come from the time in the industry where liquid herbal tinctures ugh, were just not so good, now you have a chance of choosing something that is truly awesome. Carl and Joan Robinson are the founders of Cedar Bear Liquid Naturals Liquid Herbal Manufacturing Company. Carl is a clinical and formulary herbalist with over 40 years experience as a master herbalist. His specialized schooling in herbal pharmacognosy and pharmacology with emphasis on liquid herbal preparations and formulations led him to develop his revolutionary and totally alcohol-free liquid herbal processing technology that led to the founding of Cedar Bear Naturals. He was also the lead developer of the process for making Cedar Bear's unique alcohol-free liquid nascent iodine. Now, both technologies were first ever in the dietary supplement industry. Over the last 40 years, Carl has developed hundreds of herbal formulations, both for companies as well as for Cedar Bear. Joan is a traditional herbalist with over 25 years experiencing in researching and writing about herbs and natural health. Also a certified meditation and yoga instructor, a former, uh, excuse me, professional actress and boy talent, and a professionally trained classical singer. You'll hear that when you hear her talk. Having a lifelong autoimmune condition, Joan has used cedar bear herbs to keep her health in balance and has been the cedar bear's mama bear from the beginning. She focuses on organic gardening, healthful cooking and wellness. Carl and Joan have raised their blended family of 11 children with cedar bear liquid herbs and have used their products for their fur kids too and are developing the organic growing and learning programs at Cedar Bear Herb Farm. Make sure you look for their videos on Facebook as well. Um, they're very informative, kind of keeping you in touch with what's going on via the Robinsons, if you will. Help me welcome my guest. Hi, guys. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Great. Let me ask yeah. you a question. What was the one thing that made you fall in love with herbs? <clears throat> what was the one thing that made me fall in love with herbs? Oh, gosh. <laughs> You're that you're asking something that goes back decades. First of all, um, mm -hmm. I think I was always intrigued by them. I, you know, I grew up in a in a family that had a strong medical background. Uh, I've got cousins that are not only nurses; they're surgical assistant nurses. Uh, um, what do you call them? Got PhDs in nursing. Uh, got cousins that are doctors. One a close cousin of mine was in special forces in the military, and uh, he's a he's a doctor, and we're very very close. And in fact, he one time said to me, he said, you know, Carl, he says I may be in the medical side, but he said you're in the alternative health side. He says you do things that medicine can't address and never has, and things that go back for millennia since you know mankind. And he said. Your work and what you do and who you are is very important out there. It's, it's don't ever give it up and don't ever look, you know, think that you're less than. And I've always, you know, thought of that. Wow, you know, that's nice coming from Bruce. 
But anyway, uh, I, you know, I, I, I go back to when I was a kid with my old red dog. It was an Irish setter. His name was Rusty. And we used to sit on the idyllic uh, summers. And I'd be down there with my fishing pole, and she was on my lap. And I'm sitting there on the water's edge and laying down in the high grass on the edge of the bulrushes on each side. Um, and I'm looking up at the sky, the trees. I mean, it was very, very much like something out of a, uh, a, a, a painting of a childhood memory. And even then, I noted the buttercups and the willows and the uh, yarrow that was growing around me, and I took note of the smells and stuff. I think it's always been there. I've got a shorter answer. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yes, I was, you know, my my dad was a doctor, but and an herb was maybe something you might put on your in your food a few spices or a weed that you pull out of the garden. So how did I fall in herbalism with herbalism and herbs? I married an herbalist. There you go. <laughs> and it's been my life ever since. I absolutely, the amazing world of plants and what they can do for us is absolutely incredible. You know, the interesting thing is for the longest time in the industry, and I would say probably my first 20 years, the whole idea behind herbs were that they were only used as medicine and they were only used when you needed them. And what an amazing turnaround or realization or epiphany people have finally had that herbs are not just medicine. They're also nutritionally building, restoring, and benefiting to the body. I mean, as well as giving us those wonderful healing things that go with it. Absolutely. It's the world's first medicine. Food is your best medicine. Plants that are whole plants, they are vivifying and invigorating, life-giving. Agreed, 100%. You know, and I know we're going to talk today about the lymphatic system, and we're going to talk about the kidneys, but I think a lot of people, maybe they need to, you know, maybe just get a little bit of information from you on how you decide that we need to open ourselves up to to herbs in general. A lot of people take a multiple vitamin, they take an omega-3, a probiotic, a vitamin D, and all that. What conversation should they have with themselves about maybe opening up their daily regimens to some herbs? Because I think we could use some, I mean, there's people out there that could use many, many, many of these formulas that you make. But how do you, how do you have that conversation? You finally convinced yourself to take vitamins and now you're standing there going, hmm, maybe I should think about some herbs. Oh, I think that, first of all, a person in such a state of mind needs to just simply step back and reflect on the fact that herbs were the original medicine, and in many cultures are still the primary uh, path to remedial care and corrective and things like that, but also that herbs have a rich history as far as enhancing foods and you know, even the saying, and there's been books written with titles like, Food is your best medicine. In fact, Ayurvedic uh, herbalism, which is probably one of the most ancient uh, forms of, of herbal medicine on the planet, going back probably 30,000 years, um, 
it taught at its core not only that you used these herbs for these situations, but you also used these foods with these situations and also that you used herbs with these foods on a day-to-day basis to prevent these situations. So herbs have been with us for a long time and they aren't going away. Another question before we get started, and and I've always wanted to kind of talked about this a little bit more because people ask me all the time, and I know the answer, but I think it'd be great if you, and and, because this comes in a lot, I get this constantly. Why did they decide to step away from an industry standard of using alcohol and switch over to glycerin? Oh, that's foundation to Carl's whole approach Um, Mm -hmm, when he mm -hmm. was working as an industry insider um, in consulting with other businesses and and working with them in the early, early days. We're talking 35-plus years ago. (laughs) And uh, with his background in food chemistry and, and such, he goes, wait a minute, alcohol by nature denatures a lot of the constituents um, that we're trying to, that we're, we want, that the active aspects of an herb, uh, if it makes it so it's not functional, it's not going to do us the health need. And so he developed the tinctract method, which is more than a tincture and more than an extract. It's different. No one had ever done it before. And um, th- th- that way the whole herb is viable, bio-utilizable, um, the bo- the, meaning the body can utilize every single drop. It's just amazing the difference it's made. Well, the other thing, too, is when I was looking at it, I had a couple of experiences. Uh, the first was I had a background in aromatherapy and was looking at it, and I asked myself the question, why is it that alcohol is used in the perfume trade only and mainly to to uh, render certain components inert and denature them? And that's you know people don't realize it, but in the perfume trade, they don't like making perfumes that kick off emotional issues. So what the thing is is they add alcohol to fix. It's a fixative, and they add it. And even though it maintains the aroma quality that they're going for, it doesn't set off that limbic response the way that the the blend of essential oils would in a cologne or perfume would without being fixed by alcohol. So we know alcohol does have an effect on the therapeutic uh, index of essential oils. So that was one there, alcohol. And I thought, well, wait a minute. Herbs are, lots of herbs are full of those volatile compounds. We want the, the benefits not only to the limbic system, but to the physical body, the rest of the physical body itself. So that was the first thing. The other thing is I also learned and asked myself, what does the food and beverage industry know that the herbal products industry is not getting? Because in the beverage industry, they don't. They try to avoid alcohol. They try to avoid alcohol because they know it affects taste. And in the foods industry, alcohol is used very, very sparingly because they actually know of alcohol's inert rendering and denaturing effect on certain 
nutritional components, such as enzymes. And so I looked at that, got deeper into my studies and found, oh my gosh, uh, like Joan said, alcohol was rendering many, many constituents that were going after rendering them, uh, denaturing them and rendering them inert. And that's what led me to look at, okay, what's an alternative solvent I can use that I can get as good or a better result? It ended up being glycerin in all my studies uh, and also my reaching back into food chemistry. And so using glycerin, the interesting thing was is that it was being used somewhat limited in the herbal products industry, but the problem was they were using it like alcohol. In other words, it wasn't being used in, in a processing technology to its full potential. Therefore, glycerin used like a tincture was only producing these weak glycerite extracts. And so basically it colored water. And so when I applied the tink track process, which is a multi-step process, um, we ended up coming out with something that was fantastic. And not only that, I can use a dry herb. And to this day, if I do alfalfa, because we do everything single herbs, if I do alfalfa, it's going to, the end product is going to smell like fresh mowed alfalfa. The same with chamomile. The same with the mints. The same with lavender. They'll smell like the fresh harvested herb. Now, and that taste. means I'm getting something out that the other alcohol-based processes are suppressing and not get, or not getting out. And they taste even better than the fresh herb. <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, that that is absolutely true. I don't think I've ever tried one of the formulas that I didn't um, enjoy, or at least really kind of savor the actual flavor of the herb. And that's a credit to the process and a credit to your formulation. Because I, I, I hate to say that we lead with our tongue and our palate, you know, and I say it all the time, but we do. You know, why do you go to the drugstore today to buy your kids cough medicine? They ask you, do you want it to be bubblegum, strawberry, banana, or raspberry? And, and I usually see people saying, what is that? They're like the flavoring. Because they know that unless it tastes really good, you're not going to be able to get it in them because we lead with our palate. And, you know, the food industry has done that. That's why really, really great tasting, unhealthy food has become so popular. It's all about taste. It's not about the benefit. Exactly. And the beverage industry the same way. But there were things within those industries that I was able to key in on that helped me to understand why alcohol, I'm not saying alcohol doesn't have its place. What I'm saying it is not the preferred extractive medium for doing herbs. Um, and because for us, remember that we also take a nutritional approach to our herbalism, which was one of the first, if not the first, in the industry to do so here in the Western Hemisphere. Our products have a nutritional aspect to them, and we tout that and also, you know, place a lot of emphasis on that aspect. So let me ask you a question. How do you know, because let's, let's start with the lymphatic system today. How do you know? How does the average person know that their lymphatic system needs support? Are there signs that we should keep awake? Or do we find out from our doctor that our lymph system is not working? Do we experience sensations and feelings that we should say, you know, I think I need to do something for my lymphatic system. 
I know this is going to be something that people are going to ask. And actually, I just got one question. It says, Jeff, what is the lymphatic system? <laughs> oh, the lymphatic system actually is a passive uh, circulatory system that actually navigates right next to the nervous system and the, and the blood circulatory system. It's, uh, it is, it's the inner, it's, 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 you got your, okay, you got your plumbing, the, uh, the, uh, pressurized system, which is your circulatory system, okay? And then you've got the unpressurized system, which is the spaces around the cells called the inner system. That is laced with this lymphatic network. They're actually capillaries, and they go everywhere in the body, just like the blood capillaries do, and they're right next to each other. Now, the job of the blood is to carry oxygen to the tissues and to pull away the carbon dioxide and nutrition and pull away the carbon dioxide and the metabolic waste. What the lymphatics do is they help to pull off any of the larger particulate waste and also uh, run that through the system, stuff that might not get into the bloodstream. So, Lymphatics are actually key to water retention. So what we don't want to do is become dehydrated because that slows lymphatics down. We also don't want to have our lymphatics get swelled up with a bunch of water because that's going to cause pain and that contributes to congestion and it contributes to all kinds of other things. So you want to keep things moving, basically, along. So how do you tell when the lymphatics are stressed? Actually, two things. Swelling in the joints is one, or just swelling throughout the body. The most extreme, and it's a clinical problem requiring medical care, is when a person has edema. Another is, is, is congestion. Uh, for instance, somebody may have coughing, you know, congestion in the lungs. Well, we think that's just the lungs. No, the lungs are what's trying to expel that excess mucus. But you can bet that the lymphatics are also involved, and they're not pulling things off fast enough to get that stuff put around and put into the bloodstream where it can also be expelled by the kidneys. So those are the two main ways that you can tell as a layperson. Well, a lot of people that just keep not getting well, you know, all winter long, they just keep getting something after something after something, you can pretty bet... Uh, surely bet that their lymphatic system is is kind of clogged up. You know the lymph nodes underneath your, your jawbone that swell up also? If they're tender, you, your lymph system is doing its job and trying to clear something out. Correct. Well, let me ask you another question. If you're going through a change, um, you're changing your diet, your lifestyle, you know, you're eating differently, mindset is different, you're exercising, and you've got a lot of stuff that your body is going through as far as changes, it would seem that maybe a little tune-up for our lymphatic system may be called for. Oh, yes? wow, yes. Yes, and we have a product for that. It's called Lymphatic Cleanse, and mm -hmm. it was the first product of its kind in the industry, um, looking at the lymphatics as a system that also needed to be addressed uh, in a formula fashion uh, by our company gentle enough for children and um, to be used strong enough for adults. Yep. Will we use it daily? Will we use it once in a while? Can we use it daily? It's a 
pretty strong product. It can have a pretty strong effect on the immune system. Uh, we recommend that instead of it being used like, for instance, herbal minerals or one of our other dailies, that it be used maybe for two to four weeks and then somebody go off and go off of it for another two to four weeks and maybe back on for another two to four weeks. It, no, it's not a product that should be taken every day on an ongoing basis. It's a very, it's interesting. It's a direct aid. It's a direct aid. It's gentle, yet its effect has a cumulative effect, and you don't want to overwhelm the immune system, especially somebody that has an immune challenge system. Mm. Okay. Well, you know, thank you for that. No, I, I really appreciate it because, you know, my listeners have been listening to me for a very long time, and they have great questions. And because they, they've learned that the best way to get healthy is to ask questions and have a conversation and have a dialogue. That's, you know, that's why they go to stay healthy. Um, this question just came in. It says, I finished chemotherapy last year. Uh, my doctor said everything is clear. They caught everything in the early stages. It wasn't even a step one in the cancer profile, but they went ahead and did all the treatment anyway. And I just said, do it. I don't want to ever go through this again. Uh, I was sick, but got through it fine. I feel great now. I've changed everything in my life. I'm listening to this. Do you think maybe a short kind of term of this lymphatic cleanse might be good for me? Absolutely, and it should be done probably once every quarter, at least in the fall and in the spring during the what we call the cleanse periods. Remember when on this show we talked in the past that the two best times to do cleansing is as the weather changes, and you do it. Uh, you, there's six seasons really, not just four, but there's six. Um, do it during the uh, what's it called, the Indian summer and also to do it during the lion's winter, which is late mid-spring and uh, mid-late fall. When March comes in like a lion, huh? That yeah. lion's winter. Um, congratulations, though. That takes a mm -hmm. lot of work and self-focus, and, and I, I just really applaud this person. Yep. And for everyone out there, there's no sense being sick and tired all the time or or getting there where you get really challenged, work on your health to stay healthy, be healthy, and herbs are a wonderful way to do it. Now, one thing I want to add before I forget is mm -hmm. that with the lymphatic system, I have found that making sure pe that people take a, are like our iodine, our nascent mm. iodine, that it almost always has a positive benefit on any kind of a lymphatic condition. I, to be perfectly honest, have not been able to delve deep enough to find exactly what the etology is. That means why it's doing what it's doing, how it does it. But, but from an observational point of view, we can't rule out using a, a daily dose of iodine as well when it comes to dealing with the lymphatics. You know, it's interesting is, you know, we have horses and horses have colic seasons. They have when the weather changes in the winter and when the weather changes in the spring. Those are the times that we have colic problems because we had one colic last week and the vet oh. was down and there was like 25 colics. It's just weather changes, you know, not drinking as much water. It usually happens in nature. So it is what it is. Sometimes they get through it. Sometimes you lose them. 
Sometimes you do a $20,000 surgery and you still lose them, but that's nonetheless. So we're talking about cleansing. So I was talking to a group of horse people a couple months ago, and we were talking about cleansing. And I finally just decided, I told them, I said, do your cleanses during colic times. And they said, what do you mean? In the spring and in the fall, winter. And then everybody was like, oh, okay. That just kind of registered. So it is true. And we do have six seasons, Carl. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you know, keep buying your, your products through Stay Healthy, everyone. But if you want a little more in-depth explanation of the lymphatic system and the kidney urinary system, I have written uh, uh, descriptions of those that come up when you uh, go to cedarbear.com and click on mm -hmm. the formula. Now, let's segue over to the kidneys. Obviously, all of our organs in the body are related. They're all first, second, third, and fourth generations. They're all once and twice removed, but they're all connected. Nonetheless, if we have a family reunion, every organ in the body is going to be there. How is the kidneys connected to the lymphatic system? And then we can talk about what the kidneys do every day. Well, if the kidneys aren't functioning, then the fluid backs up in the system. The fluid overwhelms the circulatory system, and the excess fluids go out into the inner system. That's the spaces between the cells. There the lymphatics then get overwhelmed and they can and they get choked. And they can't get the stuff out fast enough. So the kidneys and the lymphatics actually work in tandem. You cannot have one without the other. Uh, and so it, 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 I've always, when I'm dealing with the lymphatic system, I always also have the person uh, taking a kidney formula to usually a stimulating kidney formula to stimulate urinary flow to help that process of the lymphatic system pulling the stuff out of the system. And sometimes I'll even have them take an intestinal cleanse because lymphatics dump a lot of stuff into the bowels as well. So those three things together, kidneys, lower bowel, and lymphatics uh, go hand in hand. Now I know that most people don't think about the kidneys until they have like a kidney infection. And then they want to know everything in the world about the kidneys. You know, because that's hurt. <laughs> Absolutely. So maybe we should talk a little bit about what our kidneys do and maybe give them the respect that they deserve. The kidneys are the, they actually control the fluid content of the body. And they also help and are very much involved as secondary backup to maintaining proper pH in the, in the body. The bloodstream has a very, very narrow pH. It only varies like 0.2 in each direction. Go over that and all kinds of things start to happening. By the time you're approaching a half, uh, a, half a mark pH, which means going from say uh, 5.3 to 5.8, by the time that happens, you're going to be going into a coma. Yes, folks, that's how sensitive and delicate the pH balance in the bloodstream is. Mm. So when people say alkalize, 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 throw it out the window when it comes to the bloodstream because the bloodstream is going to always maintain where it's at. Now, the lymphatics have a much broader uh, range that they deal with. They deal with more of the alkaline effects and things like that that happen around the cells and maybe even in the cells. The kidney's job is in balancing the pH is it does that through monitoring and controlling 
mineral electrolyte levels in the body. Mm. So that's why it's important to have properly functioning kidneys because they're programmed, yes, they are actually programmed genetically to make sure that the fluids maintain a proper balance between the sodium, the potassium, the calcium, and the magnesium which is also moderated with the, uh, with the contributing actions of phosphorus, chlorine, and sulfur. And the kidneys are the major component that are involved in balancing the, 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 the pH. In other words, they act uh, in working with the body's buffering system. Now, we cannot emphasize enough how important it is to stay hydrated and drink mm-hmm. plenty of pure water throughout the day. Other fluids help. Water is the easiest for the body to handle. Because our kidneys, believe it or not, folks, they process and move 50 gallons of fluids every 24 hours. That's two and a half pints of blood pumping through our kidneys every minute. And for those... And only two to three pints are released it released as urine. So it goes through the body. And that's because that's what it's doing is balancing now, one of the things is one of the most unbalancing things to the kidneys there is, is excess sugar in the diet. Mm. Sugar causes the kidneys to overwork because sugar has this weird um, manipulating effect on mineral balances that are working in the kidneys. And so it's harder for the kidney to do what it's doing. So what happens when the kidney struggles with that? Boom. It affects the pancreas, which ironically sits on top of the kidney. So the thing is, there's that now where the pancreas enters into the equation and you got the blood sugar situation. So, you know, one thing leads to another that leads to another. And that's why when we're dealing with uh, 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 working with people, we don't try to take care of everything at one time. We establish where the most serious thing is manifesting itself, take care of that as it alleviates itself, and other things begin to emerge. So folks, you have to be patient on the path of natural health, because while you take care of one thing, then another thing emerges that needed to also be taken care of. As that gets taken care of, another underlying thing emerges. I call it kind of like a manufacturing company. There's always a bottleneck. (laughs) This is interesting. It says, hey, guys, I love your conversation. I have a story for you. For the longest time, I had lower back pain, and my doctor kept sending me to chiropractors who kept giving me adjustments that I got benefit in in every area except for my lower back. After years of doing this with no success, I went to see Marge and stay healthy, and during the conversation, she asked me if I'd ever done anything for my kidneys, which kind of threw me off track because I never thought of that. She recommended the kidney formula from you guys because I use about five or six of your products. Within about a week, the lower back pain went away. My urine was so dark when it first started. I increased my water until my urine was normal color. It's been now about six months and no lower back pain. Who knew it was probably my kidneys? Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. That's great. And in their instance, Joan had a similar thing happen to her. Uh, years ago. But the thing is, yes, the kidneys can also get congested. Mm-hmm. The lymphatics aren't able to do the Yes, and the lymphatics are in the kidneys also, and they're not able to do their job. 
And so, great. Uh, I'm glad he had a positive experience. Oh, I, tr- I truly, truly, I used to have lower back pain before I met Carl, didn't know any of this stuff all the time, and sometimes it was excruciating, partly because I'd had a horse accident uh, where a stallion nearly took me out and stomped on my left kidney and moved it out of place. So I was having these kidney issues for several years, and then uh, once, you know, Carl and I got together and got married and he had already developed the kidney bladder formula, I started taking it. I haven't had that problem since. It's amazing amazing here's another question just came in it says i'm listening to you guys today and i'm trying to interject myself into the scenario that you're talking about i take probiotics i take uh, uh cranberry i drink a lot of water i am now vegetarian and my kidneys and urinary tract are much better but i'm thinking that i might be a candidate for this kidney formula if i decided to use it could you make a suggestion on how long I should be on it, and maybe how much per day. I weigh 150 pounds, and I become very athletic. Uh, the, oh, the, the excellent, excellent information. The, um, the kidney and, and bladder formula were, are, again, an, another one that is mild enough for children, strong enough for adults. And mm-hmm. you can take it. It's another direct aid, so it's usually taken for that couple weeks or so during specific needs and okay. not on an on-ongoing basis. So could she could she use it maybe seven to ten days every month as a preventive maintenance? I've done it myself that way. Uh-huh. I thought so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think that I think that would be a really good idea. Um, here's another question that just came in. It said, "My doctor said that my lymphatic system was sluggish, slow, and probably clogged." gave me absolutely no suggestions other than to bounce on a small mini trampoline to get my lymphatic system working. So that's what I've been doing and drinking a lot of water. I've done fasting. I'm wondering if it would be okay to possibly add this lymph cleanse you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. Uh, You know, the doctor has a really good point. The lymphatic system being sluggish, if you're just sitting on a couch your lymphatics aren't getting work. They don't pump like the heart pumps the circulatory system. So we have to move our bodies. We have to exercise, stretch, move, walk, run, yoga, whatever it takes, but, and drink plenty of fluids. But yes, that, the lymphatic clear formula is absolutely wonderful, or lymphatic cleanse it's called now, wonderful for uh, an addition to this program. Here's another question, and and this is kind of a question that I have, and I'm thinking, you know, if you're in really good order, you know, I mean, everything is balanced and you're healthy and everything's going good and your blood work looks really, really good. I still think um, supporting some of the organs in our system even periodically, maybe for two, three weeks every quarter or something, like our liver and our kidneys and our stomach and our urinary tracts. I think that these are not only situational medicinals. I think that they're also amazing uh, preventive products as well. What do you think, Joan? Um, Absolutely. Uh, That's Mm -hmm. very, very good advice. Very good suggestion. I agree. Carl, let me ask you a question. When... 
when you started formulating these, you know, there's so many different things in our body that we're trying to work on, so many different things that we're trying to, you know, get healthy and be healthy and do all this stuff. Um, this question comes in and people say, you know, Jeff, I'm using some of the Cedar Bear products. I love them, but I'm just wondering, you know, I have a hard time splitting up during the day. So I put them all together in a little thing of aloe vera juice and I drink it two, three times a day. They do play well together, obviously. Um, is that okay? Or do you prefer people splitting things up? No. Oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> with aloe vera juice. I basically call that cocktailing the blend. and uh, mm -hmm. Making a super blend. Yeah, make a super blend. Um, that's neat. They figured that out and that they're doing that. It, it's a common thing we do in clinical herbalism. We don't only do it with single herbs. We sometimes do it with formulas. I want to thank you for your formulas um, for the reason that, number one, I'm really busy. Number hmm. two, I understand the mixing and stuff, but then I got to do my research on dosing and all that kind of stuff. And I, I, I just wish I had the minutes to do that. But I mean, the great thing is I can, I can get a formula for a specific situation that I'm trying to address. All the guesswork and the mind work and the formulating and the balancing and the dosing and all the back to the drawing board stuff is done. All I have to do is just take it. So thank you for formulations. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you, you know, we have a couple others currently, um, kidney-related formulas called Kidney mm -hmm. Clear and Urolexer uh, that um, people might want to look into. Talk about that one. Okay. Kidney Clear... Well, sometimes things get blocked up in, in a more, might I say, painful way with the kidneys. Oh, and the kidney clear helps. It also helps the gallbladder as well as the kidneys. Um, but that one is just really marvelous. Uh, it has an herb called Chunka Piedra, which is common name as Stonebreaker. Um, burdock, horsetail, and a, a bunch of others that help loosen and move things when they get blocked up. <laughs> so kidney clear is a great one. And your elixir is a, like the newest formula that has to do with helping the fluid dynamics of the body and bringing the uric acid levels into balance. Aha. Mm. Mm. Uh -huh. And so in, uh, people have trouble with, um, you know, that, that, crystals in the feet that hurt yeah this can really help you know i think about cleansing and i'm a huge advocate of cleansing but i think i'm going to approach cleansing with people a little bit differently now because most of the time when you're cleansing the cleanse is usually well balanced it's working on some of the organs and your blood and your lymphatic system and it works on a little bit of everything kind of gets some of the garbage out of the body which is wonderful to kind of do mm. a spring and fall cleaning but i'm also thinking that i think i'm going to start incorporating in something for the lymph, something for the kidney, something for the liver, and something along the way as well, because I think that these herbal tinctures can help to elevate somebody's cleanse to the next level. So they not only just see cleansing and what's leaving the body and being evacuated, but they're actually giving some support to those organs while they're giving them a little bit of a car wash tune-up. Well, the thing yeah. is, you don't want to cleanse and I'm going to use the allegory, the metaphor. You don't want to cleanse in the same fashion that you deplete a battery without recharging the battery. Very and true. The way we recharge the battery, called the body, when we're cleansing, is with the building nutrition. So you've got mm -hmm. the, the, the ABCs of herbalism. 
there are herbs that have an activating action. There are herbs that have a balancing or a building action. And there are herbs that have a cleansing action. And then you have those herbs that have a more direct action. So cleansing is important, but it does have to be followed up or matched with building at the same time. And that's part of what a cedar bear tract helps with because it's always nutritionally supporting your body just by the nature of what they are. And that is true dietary supplementation. Do you think that kids ever need any kidney support? Or is it mostly us adults when we've screwed it up? (laughs) You know, um, uh, kids, it's more than little ones. It's more the urinary bladders part of the, the system that gets inflamed or irritated or whatever. And so that's why this is a kidney and bladder formula. In the children's line, it's called Kidney Cool. It was originally formulated for children. Oh, I did not know that. I always learn something new with you every single time that I didn't know. So that's a good thing. Um, Here's another question. It says, my doctor says that my kidney are not doing as well as they should be, but they're better than they were. Uh, I'm not a candidate for a kidney replacement or anything at all or surgery, but they have me drinking a lot of water and a lot of uh, unsweetened uh, and unsugared cranberry juice, which I'm doing. I'm also taking cranberry capsules. So as I'm listening to you today, I've actually pulled over to the side of the road to take notes. Would this kidney formula be something I should use? I, I'll obviously share it with my with my doctor, but I'm thinking that it will be. Oh. Uh, take a look at it seriously. What you're doing is um, is good. It's really good. It's some, one of the things I did was the cranberry juice help. But here you're dealing with some other herbs, including uva ursi, that helps um, uh, another aspect of clearing the kidneys and helping them function more happily. And it's a pretty smart doctor that says to use unsweetened cranberry. It tells, it tells me a lot about where his head is at. Yeah, he's a good physician to work with. You know, I had a, I, real quick, I, I had a lady I was talking one time doing a consultation. She goes, well, I drink cranberry juice every day. And I said, let me ask a question. When you drink it, do you love the flavor of it or does it make you pucker? And she goes, I love the flavor. I said, that means it has sugar. You're drinking the wrong one. <laughs> yep. Because the unsweetened one is not pleasant. Oh, here's a question. If you're using the cranberry, this is really good. I never thought of this. If you're using the unsweetened cranberry a little bit every morning, can you add the kidney drops to it and then drink it together? Oh, absolutely. You can put any of the kidney formulas in with it, and it'll work fine. And it's also not a bad idea to maybe add some lymphatic cleanse. Oh, that's a really good idea. I told you they're always on the ball. They always have such great questions. These are awesome. Hey, I want to add an uh, analogy for you. You talked about the, uh, the car. Think of parts of your body as an air filter of your car, the air filter gets clear, clogged up and causes overheating and problems with the engine. So you have to keep your air filter clean in the car. You need to keep your organs clean in your body. The liver and the kidney are especially important. And that's a really good point. And, you know, I think, and I've said this so many times over the years, and I'll you know, just kind of throw this out there. If we wore our organs on the outside of the body and everybody we knew could see the status and the health of our organs, 
due to peer pressure, we take much better care of them. And And if we had a check engine light in the middle of our forehead that lit up every time, bright red, then there was something wrong, we would do everything possible to keep our check engine light not on. So, but we don't. Everything is tucked away. Everything is hidden and out of sight, out of mind and out of sight, out of focus. So there you go. Oh, that's that's, that's excellent. Yes. Yeah. Anything, anything you want to say, um, you know, in closing about uh, the lymph and the kidney systems? Uh, One of the things really, really important that helps both, a lot of people don't understand that you have to drink plenty of water and not just in heroic doses in the morning and in the evening before you go to bed, but throughout the day. Um, It's an interesting thing, but a person can be bloated with edema and still their system can be dehydrated. And why? The organs aren't getting what they're supposed to be getting. It's all in the interstitial spaces, meaning that it's not in in where it's supposed to be. So I've seen situations where I have people, hey, you need to increase your intake of water. I'm already bloated, you know, bloated and got edema and water retention. And that doesn't work that way. What you need to do is get your lymphatics going and get your kidneys going. If you do that, the edema will most likely go down. And I can't count how many times I've seen that happen. And sometimes the people have to say, you need to take a bowel cleanse. And they'll do the bowel cleanse and tons of of fluid starts flushing through their kidneys. And so it's very, very important to keep the fluids running in our system. Our kidneys and our lymphatics and a regular bowel movement is key to that happening. If there's anything I can emphasize on that, that, that needs to be looked at on a day-to-day basis is make sure you're having a good regular bowel movement on a daily basis mm. and that you're, you're drinking plenty of water and that you've got regular urination throughout the day and mm-hmm. that, you know, notice also when you wake up in the morning, you have those creakly joints, um, you have a puffy face. You have all those kinds of things because that could be indicative of either the kidneys and or the lymphatics giving you some problems. Cool. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, Thank you for a a great conversation today. You guys be well, stay healthy, Mm -hmm. and uh, um, keep doing what you're doing. We rely on you, and we we, we need your stuff. (laughs) Thank you so much, and you also, the amazing work you do. Uh, Thank you very much. Be well. Thank you very much. Bye-bye, guys. Okay, bye-bye. My guests today, the Robinsons, aren't they awesome? They're so good at what they do. Thank goodness uh, for their philosophy, for their formulas, for their intelligence, for their passion on this wonderful line, Cedar Bear Naturals. The entire line, everyday low-priced at Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Check them out. Stay Healthy is your one-stop full-service location for everything health and nutrition now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. They just celebrated their 38th anniversary last week. How cool is that? Congratulations to Wayne and the whole staff of Stay Healthy. They've been here for a long time because they do it right. They are an information-based store. They have conversations and dialogues. They make it easy for you to have your discussions, never feel intimidated, and because they carry the best of the best, 
in every category, you're not going to make a mistake. You're going to get the benefit. You're going to get the availability of good quality products every time you go in. And that feel-good, peace-of-mind feeling that Stay Healthy is known for. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town & Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston. Open Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. And when you're on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, they're right next to Smith's. You can't miss them. Make sure to go to their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com, where you can become even more connected to the store. Enter your email address and start getting their monthly newsletter. Keeps you connected, keeps you up to date. Remember, information education, we can never get too much of it to help us with our decisions. And that's really, really important. So go to stayhealthylasvegas.com, enter your email address. Hey, while you're there, print a coupon to use in the store on your next visit. And for yourself or anybody you would like to send to, or maybe you hear a show that is based on a conversation you just had with a friend or a coworker or a family member, have them go. StayHealthyLasVegas.com and listen to that show. That's the great thing about on-demand podcast. It's convenient for those people that can't do it when it's live, or maybe they hear it when it's live, or they got to go in for an appointment, so they miss part of it. They want to go back and hear what they missed. You can do that. If you want to send a friend there, you can do that. It's a great service, and it's an amazing part of our technology today. Everything has to do with convenience and making things more accessible. StayHealthyLasVegas.com is where you can go to listen to the radio show broadcast. Remember, if you're interested in getting things mail-ordered to you, whether it's in-city or in another state, no problem. Give them a call at 877-2494-877-2494. You can also... Have them get your order together for you. I call it order preparation. Those crazy, busy, on-the-go days, you're like, oh my goodness, I need my stuff. Call them, 877-2494. They'll have it ready. You can swoop in, pick it up, and be on your way. Have a great day, everyone. Check out all the products from Cedar Bear Naturals. And if you have any questions, they'll help you out. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health with the best guest in the industry, helping all of us to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are now available at my website, drjeffreyburke.com. Simply click on the archive icon to make available on-demand podcast downloads. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store for all your nutrition needs. Stay Healthy provides reliable, responsible, relevant service every single day. I look forward to talking with all of you soon.